intention interior trucking companies if you are relying on facility insurance you could be overpaying reduce your insurance cost by 10000 or more per truck and good news we accept drivers with only 1 years of experience to learn more just send us text by typing insurance to 3653640714 thank you hey Thanks for coming to the Trucking Risk and Insurance Podcast. Welcome back. We're going to have a good episode today here. We've got a good friend of ours who's been on the show once before, and he's back for more punishment and abuse. Jason Conley of Invista Forensic. This is the guy that can tell you what's going on with your cell phone, all the little things you have no idea are in that little device. Well, get ready. He's going to talk to us about some new stuff and what's happening and what he's seeing going on. So let's get into her with my co-host, Chris Harris. Yay, Chris. Hey, Jason, how you doing? <laughs> I'm great, guys. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me back. Jason, tell us a little bit about yourself. And about uh, forensics. Sure thing. You bet. I'd be happy to. So um, as uh, John mentioned, I'm uh, working with Invista Forensics. I've been a digital forensic examiner for almost 20 years. Um, in the beginning, it was just computers because that's, you know, that was what was front and center. Um, but it evolved you know, very much. And um, as you can imagine now today, there's a whole bunch of subcategories of forensics, computer forensics, mobile forensics, um, you know, a whole bunch of different areas, even cell site location analysis, where we oh, grab data. Wow. Off of, yeah, we grab data from called detail records, the stuff that yeah. Big Brother keeps to make sure Big Brother knows where all of us are every millisecond of the day. Uh, uh, and, um, uh, and 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 we can actually take the data uh, from those records, and we could go drive out and drive around the cell towers and validate whether you know whether uh, you know certain details are true or not, because they're usually presented oh. you know, in a court of law, sometimes yeah. by law enforcement, you know, in big cases. Um, uh, the last case uh, we were involved in in Canada was actually the Oland murder trial. Remember that big one out on the east coast. Yeah, which um, trial? Sorry, the Oland murder trial. Remember when uh, the the senior fellow there was murdered, and his son was uh, accused of murdering his dad. Big billionaire family out there. Yep. Um, yeah, that was a, that was a real big deal. It, uh, uh, in fact, there was a documentary made about it uh, on Ooh. CBC. Yeah, it was the C, part of the CBC Gem series called okay. the Oland murder trial. Yeah. Anyway, we were involved in the second uh, push, the second trial, and uh, he actually got acquitted. And you know, the cell phone played a pretty important uh, piece of evidence in that case. Oh, interesting. So, yeah. So the stuff, you know, mo again, most people have no idea uh, just how much um, yeah. tracking yeah. is going on uh, and how much data is available in those little friendly devices that we carry around mm -hmm. in our pockets. So mm -hmm. something we don't seem we for some reason we can't seem to do without anymore. Correct. In fact, us Canadians, we are the most connected people around the world. We have oh, an, on really? average something ridiculous like two point two cell phones per person, something like that. Wow. Um, we, can, uh, yeah, we, we actually have better internet speeds than most of our 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 colleagues around the world. So oh wow, I, I really yeah, find that hard to believe. 
that we have 2.2 cell phones because of the exorbitant cost of one and and yeah. the data rates and but we won't go there that's not yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> bashing the telcos gets me nowhere yeah exactly. <laughs> oh gosh Let, let's get into trucking and your role in trucking forensics what should a driver do after calling emergency personnel or and uh, that's an or and his employer after a significant event? Awesome question. Yes. So uh, this is this is an area of opportunity. Um, very much, very much so in the in in the realm of, of the trucking industry, um, because very few times do we we get a call that is um, ripe and immediate, um, which is the ideal scenario. Um, so, so essentially, you know, once, uh, once the emergency has been dealt with, you know, once, once any injured parties, you know, that sort of thing, once that, you know, 911 call per se, uh, has happened and, um, you know, the scene is settled in that regard. One of the very first things that, um, should happen is that any sources of evidence are preserved, right? Um, it's, it's. You know, it's a given that in the trucking industry, due to the, you know, the value and possibly, you know, the, the high impact of that accident, um, all sources of evidence are going to be really important. Obviously, if, uh, you know, the police are showing up, um, you, know, you, you see the first thing that they do, they want to line up the witnesses, right? They want to get all the witnesses uh, interviewed. They want to keep them separate. They want, you know, they, that's one of their highest priorities after personal safety is getting interviews done as quickly as possible uh, before anybody takes off. And what's the reason for that? Well, people take off. If you have to hunt them down later, well, things can change. Their story can change. Their memory can change. Um, all kinds of variables come into the picture. Well, it's just the same with digital evidence. Um, you know, our our phones are changing every second, like literally every second that they're on, um, the data is changing. It's a moving target. And so every, you know, every hour that passes, uh, every day that passes, etc., the more change happens on our phone. And potentially um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a risk that important evidence will disappear. Now, now of course, you know, there's two sides to that coin. Um, if the driver believes they are, you know, they are in the right, um, that they were, you know, driving safely, that they were using their phone safely, if at all, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. that, you know, that should be, you know, and, and this is really who we're, who we're addressing here today. You know, it's very, very important that, you know, these folks understand that, this, you know, this this volatile evidence will be their best friend in protecting them, because what's the number one accusation today? Distracted driving. Yeah, distracted driving. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Well, of course, the, the driver was texting at that time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. And I mean, and we've seen some wild ones, you know. Uh, yeah, we've seen, I can you know, imagine. Well, I'm know. thinking, Jason, with your um, forensics you can prove or disprove the truth to the statement, right? Mm -hmm. That's it. That's exactly correct. So if the truth is on your side, 
I'm your best friend. Right. <laughs> if the truth yep. is not on your right. side, and, and if I'm hired by the other side, I'm your worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Well, Jason, what's the benefit of, um, I mean, when we were talking earlier, you had said that you have, you now carry a burner phone yes. uh, with you. So yes. can you explain why a driver might want a burner phone and the advantages of, of having that? Why do you carry a burner phone? And explain sure. exactly, first of all, perhaps, what is a burner phone? <laughs> burner phone. Yeah. yeah. So, so the term burner phone actually has a bit of a um, sinister connotation to it because that, that initially, I think that that term was allocated um, um, by law enforcement in reference to what drug dealers carry because it's a phone that they would easily dispense with and move on to another one. So that let's yeah. leave that connotation uh, definitely aside. We'll, right. You could call it a spare phone if you like. Um, okay. But yeah, I'm actually, I am one of those strange people that ends up with three phones in their possession, the personal, the business, and what I inappropriately call my burner phone. Um, But no, I I always keep a a spare phone on hand that's, you know, fully connected. It's it's a new phone. It's got all the apps, everything, so that um, if a a trucking driver is in trouble, um, you know, one of you good folks can call me. I'll meet up with them immediately and be able to put this in their hand only because most drivers only have one phone. Um, and this gives them the comfort of saying, of knowing, okay, I can continue with my life. I can continue with my day. Um, because my, my, my forensic buddy, Jason has my phone. He's going to need it for a few hours, maybe a day at most, but this, you know, this offers the convenience of allowing them to carry on. That's really what this is all about. Um, and it's, you know, it is vital that, you know, that I get that phone from them as soon as possible. It's absolutely as soon as possible. Some, you know, I've had cases where I've drove, driven out and met with a driver the very same day um, to, to, to make that swap. Now, I will back up a little bit and say the best case scenario, honestly, um, and if there happens to be, you know, some insurance coverage in the picture um, and, you know, undoubtedly the employer is already lining up counsel, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the best case scenario is we buy them a new phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll tell you why. I mean, one, yeah, you know, they, they just went through a traumatic uh, uh, incident. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the significance of buying them a new phone and ideally, you know, we, find out we go and find a, a a good match you know if they had a a samsung 9 let's go get them a samsung 9 or or something comparable they have an iphone 13 let's go go out and get whatever whatever the latest one is but what what i can do quite easily is just simply create uh you know an icloud backup or you know in the google you know with google we've got the cloud for that as well i could just simply back up everything off their old phone upload it to the new phone and boom, they're walking away with the exact same phone, probably a slightly newer one. Um, that is the best case scenario. And I'll tell you why. Uh, I'll try I'll try not to get too technical on this, but when it came, comes to computer forensics, it's very, very easy for us forensic examiners to come and clone a hard drive from a computer. So we can make an exact copy bit for bit with the tools we have very easily, and we're able to later 
stand up in the court of law and attest and prove very easily that those two hard drives, uh, the copy and the original, are identical. It's not like that in the world of mobile forensics. Um, mm-hmm. our, phones, our phones have a series of chips that, the, that all this data is being stored on. And the forensic tools that we have to copy the phone, they're actually doing an extraction of what they can access. Ah, so, okay. yeah, so, so it's not a spitting image. We're just right. grabbing really what you know what the forensic software engineers were capable of, you know, writing into their code at that moment in time. Right. But yeah, you know, look at Android. I mean, there's some something ridiculous like two million applications and growing. Right. right. I mean, it's just right. it's insane. So the engineers can't write you know programs for yeah. all those 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 applications. Um, so, and there are some that are really secure. Yeah. So, so that's where it's important so, to make sure that you have the original phone then to work from. It is the absolute best case, John, right. because if, if let's say, you know, if I was only able to extract 70% of the applications and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the driver you know, heard about a, a messaging app or, you know, or their son or daughter pushed them into it and then they got to like it and that wasn't included in the extraction, well, if that becomes an issue in court down the months down the road, if we have the original phone, we can always go back to it. And if the software hasn't caught up at that time, we could do the old fashioned manual exam, which means I can turn on a video camera and I can do some thumb forensics and, and we can go through and we can pull out the good stuff, but maintain the, principles of forensic right. practice at the same right. time so we're right. not destroying anything okay so that's so, uh, so th- that's- this this is this is some pretty high-tech investigation so so yeah. uh, answer me this then um should i be worried if uh, if i'm involved in an incident or something like that and uh, and if so uh what should i do differently or what should i have done differently to begin with if you're the the bad guy or the good guy, <laughs> I'll say I'm say I'm the driver. Say I'm the driver. Uh, you know, and I'm in, I'm involved in a, in an incident or whatever. Um, how, how about you answer it both ways? Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. What would it be? Yeah. If it you know if I, if I was doing something improper or even if I wasn't doing something improper, what not that know, we want drivers? Both ways? Yeah. I don't want I'm, drivers erasing evidence. Yeah. I mean, if they're guilty. You know, just a, a quick story, Jason. I've got an in-cab dash cam, a driver-facing dash cam yes. operating in my vehicle. And it's not because I'm the world's best driver. It's because I truly believe at the time of the crash, I will have nothing to hide Yes, mm-hmm. if something happens. Yep. Yes. However, go ahead. Answer this question about worrisome stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I play the role of a third-party, unbiased expert. So I, I, I do criminal defense work as much as I do you know, civil. I'm on both sides all the time. So the, tr- the truth will set you free. Um, and again, even in the case of you know, a situation where maybe someone does have some guilt, you know what? Maybe the degree of uh, guilt um, might be you know, extended beyond what it actually was. So there could even be merits to having, you know, as many data sources as possible to help you own up to what's true 
and not have it exaggerated and carried into a greater length. Because honestly, uh, for, for the sides of both parties, you know, that phone is going to be one of the best sources of data in the investigation. And trust me, anytime there's an accident, the, the first thing anyone's going to want is that phone. Now, don't get me wrong. There's other sources, right? You're going to have your black boxes, your GPS, you know, depending on, you know, what you're equipped with. Um, as you just mentioned, Chris, um, if you happen to have a dash cam, right, these are all right. extremely valuable sources. And we shouldn't underestimate the dash cam either. That could be something you need to pull off and stop recording immediately. Because, you know, most people have it set to overrate, right? Probably a couple of, day, couple of days worth of driving, maybe. Yeah. Um, and that's not just going to write right over itself. And if, you know, if we're going to enter that video evidence into, you know, into the equation, that also has to be handled with digital best practices. So, in fact, someone such as myself, I could clone the memory from that uh, cam, you know, from the dash cam at the same time as doing the phone. So if that's available, that would absolutely be, you know, recommended. Mm-hmm. And in this, you know, and, and that just helps keep, it keeps the, the picture perfect. You know, if, if, you know, if, if the driver went from accident, you know, to boss, to me or accident and, and straight to myself, because, you know, things worked out that well there's no room for anyone to say oh that was edited you know they they took that home and they met with their brother-in-law who is a, a graphics whiz and, and did this that no 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 now, all the evidence went straight to my hand they had no opportunity to muddle with anything you know i did an extraction i, I created an image of the memory from the the dash cap it's all it's all solid right the chain of custody is there and, and it, it it speaks to you know, the, the value of that evidence. So that's the absolute best case. And let me say, you know, if, if someone's, if, if a driver was in the wrong and they, you know, um, and, and don't think this hasn't happened, um, <laughs> they decide, you know, they're sweating about that accident overnight and the next day they decide their phone will meet with a tragic accident. Mm. That's happened. Um, mm-hmm. And that hasn't always helped them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, one, of course, everybody's eyebrow raises yeah, um, yeah. When, when something like this happens, um, which isn't always good. Um, but the other thing is people aren't aware of just how much is being stored off their phone in other places uh, right, that are re- retrievable. So those big giant cell towers, they pass every half a kilometer on the highway. Those suckers are recording every millisecond they can. Um, They're gathering all kinds of data. Um, There's a lot of our applications are storing the data on the cloud, right? And then, then of course, you've got your other sources. So, um, so that's, you're not always in the clear when that, iPhone happens to get run over by an 18-wheelers truck several times. <laughs> um, yeah, that's 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 for sure. So I personally, I think if I was in the wrong, I, I'd, I'd want to fess, fess up to it quick, but at least be able to say, I, I, I did this and this, but I didn't do all that. Right? Yeah. Maybe there's some blame to share, who knows, but I always believe the truth will set you free, and, and yeah. that's what I'm good at helping with, so... Well, just a couple of comments on that. For the drivers, never admit fault. Yes. However, 
Um, I, I, and a, I don't, I don't even know how to describe Joe Freed or Joe Fried, uh, Johnny. Free. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. You know, he's a uh, an attorney that specializes in mm-hmm. truck crashes, Jason. Mm-hmm. Right. And he also says that I've never seen a nuclear verdict where the company comes in hat in hand and says, we're sorry, we messed up, how much do we owe? It's always when they are fighting a losing battle mm-hmm. and Joe's good at his job, he makes yep. them lose sometimes when they want to yep. fight. Yeah. So... Understood. What I hear you saying is, don't go out there destroying evidence because a lot of it's going to be recovered anyways. Yeah, yeah. Yes. come back to bite you in the hiney. Yeah, with, with people like Jason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. Last thing you want is somebody coming back bite you in the shamrock. That won't go over well. <laughs> so, Where do you get this stuff, Mister uh, Farquhar? I, I just, just a. Uh, figment of my imagination i guess so yeah Wait, okay. Okay. isn't there a shamrock on your cell phone i know yeah. i got one on mine Go ahead. <laughs> i'll throw it back to jason <laughs> i was, I was uh, gonna ask you what 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 kind of mistakes are you seeing drivers make what what you know is there is there something they could do not do what would be better to you know protect themselves as well as what's on that device other than dropping it in the toilet or the bath water certainly sure so i mean i've uh, the the hands-free right the hands-free technology is there there's no excuse for a driver to have the phone in in their hand right unless they're parked parked with their truck off yes sir when you're doing your forensics can you tell if the driver is hands-free yes connected to a bluetooth device yes i can Okay. So that yeah, let, and and you know, if if a driver's on a hands free and that's the way they roll, and you know, I've had cases where drivers have been mid conversation in an accident, and it was absolutely irrelevant to the judge. They had no concern about that whatsoever because they had their hands free on, mm. and you know, all the other variables as well, the good tri- driving record, right. they say modest, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. but. You know, there's a lot of variables that could play in. Um, a recent one, uh, driver, um, this uh, this woman was quite short, and she meant she always kept her cell phone in the cab up up way beyond her reach on the passenger side, and she used her hands free. Well, all that checked out, and she was, you know, she couldn't even stand up and reach this thing. She'd have to, you know, uh, and, and that was very advantageous, I think, in in, in the big picture. Um, and situations like that, I recommended to her. I said, "Listen, um, you know, when when you get your phone back, you know, it wouldn't hurt to just run into your cab and you know take a snapshot like that. Um, mm-hmm. Or if you happen to have any selfies or anything else from the past, mm-hmm. which would be even better, showing that that's where you keep your phone." You know, that's, you know, all that would be, I think, useful in in putting this picture together. You know, if someone goes to the, you know, goes to the uh, bother of, you know, setting themselves up hands free, um, might as well, you know, uh, maximize that, you know, scenario to to, to help protect yourself. I I wouldn't want drivers to freak out because they were, you know, they were on a hands free, you know, call or, or, or what have you, or message when, um, you know, when they got into an accident, that's not the end of the world for sure. Not by a long shot. Um, you yeah. know, 
based you know based on my what I've heard from my colleagues uh, in my company that they have done tons of these in the United States and and even from what I've seen, what really what it really comes down to is the moment of the accident, right? Um, so okay, now, so here's here's an, here's another scenario, Jason, and and I you know what I'm a driver right now and there's no way you can tell because I wasn't holding the phone I had it mounted on my dash and I was watching a YouTube video or I was watching the hockey game streaming it while I was going down the road so I'm not even talking on the phone so I don't even know how you think you could tell that I was distracted by any means because I'm busy watching out the window but I glance over every now and then catch what the scores are and see how uh, you know how they're doing there so yeah, there's no way right so we're basically yes going to be able to recover all the activity of what's going on there so um so you you could rest assured that your your perusal of the game um will be present um in the evidence during an examination yeah that 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 will be recovered now hmm. what's a judge and some lawyers going to make of that was he just listening to the game or was he watching the game um did that happen to coincide with, uh, you know, uh, two seconds before the uh, slap shot that won the, uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> the Stanley Cup? You know, yeah, yeah. Well, especially uh, if the Leafs are playing, and it, it'll be a Stanley Cup championship for sure. There's no doubt about oh, that. Sure. So, well, yeah. we we know there can't be a crash when the Leafs are playing for the Stanley Cup, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a Leaf fan, like, <laughs> but. Uh, so yeah, it'll it'll all come back. It'll all come back. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it's you know the Bluetooth head he, headset thing is a big deal. Um, I certainly wouldn't rely on the old analog plug in your 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 earphones because one that guarantees you're within pretty close proximity of that phone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which lends itself to touching and swiping, etc. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the hands free, and I mean. Uh, with with you know a, a lot of you know even truck cabs today look at the infotainment system and that that didn't didn't even make my list earlier of all the the sources right uh, again that phone, that phone may meet with disaster but that infotainment system that is plugged into copies off a whole lot of that stuff you know, calls messages wow. uh, all kinds of content gps points all, all kinds of good stuff in the infotainment and we can yeah we do pull that stuff it invested too so um yeah it's, wow. it's it, there's just so much stuff but the great thing is i mean with you know high-tech caps even my car when i'm driving around you know the infotainment system allows me to safely interact with my phone right uh, I, I can turn a, a little dial while i'm driving and i can change right. some options i can you know, put on an audio podcast or what have you, um, or you know, like not, trucking not, risk and insurance podcast. Is that what you listen to? Is that what uh, you're saying? Twenty four seven. That's it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> good deal. My God, you don't have a life, do you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's check his phone. Let's check his phone for evidence of that, Chris. We need to make sure yeah. that he's. Hey, that's you know, right. We know. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. We know some people. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, we're we're getting close to wrapping this up. I but I gotta ask you before you uh, yes. give up your time, what should employers or carriers or maybe even another lawyer do mm-hmm. immediately following a collision? Yeah. So so 
for this, you know, I, I don't mean to kill kill it with redundancy, but you know, where a driver may not remember this, or they may be too shook up to think about it, you know, they should be the ones uh, as the safety fallback to want to get that digital evidence into the hands of a forensic examiner who who is trained in mobile forensics for sure. Um, and uh, again, for, for, for all the same reasons. And, you know, t- typically, honestly, that's, those are usually the people who reach out to me. It's quite often, you know, a safety, you know, a safety manager with a carrier or, uh, you know, or their, or their counsel. But that being said, I, I, I would really love, this is why I wanted to come on again. I'd really love for your drivers to know about this, um, themselves so they can look out for their own best interests right right you know to protect them why because well why trust your fate and your future with yeah. in the hands yeah. of anybody else even if they're on your side you know i've mm-hmm. i've had a case i've had a case where i've, I've had a, a law firm that's representing you know a, a driver as a defendant and they of course, they have the best interests of the the driver and company and their client at heart. Mm-hmm. But it literally, it literally took them four months to Ooh. get that phone into my hand, and the driver was walking around with that phone every single day. And they're 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 certain they're in the clear. They're like they're they're you know what I mean? So they're they're so mm-hmm. sure they're in the clear, and I, I, it just breaks my heart. I'm just you know. How hard can you yell at a set of lawyers that are your client, right? You, yeah, you can't, yeah. but you know, I badgered them, just saying, "Listen, guys, wow. this is volatile evidence. Yeah. Anything could yeah. happen. The guy could lose yeah. his phone. You yeah. know, it could get stolen. It could, you know, lightning could strike. You know, yeah. it only takes a few hours for me to do this. Please, let's work yeah. this out. You know, someone's yeah. on vacation. Yeah. You know, and they're oh, all this stuff and, and, happens, and, and, and it's and, like, yeah. And in this case, this is defense material for them. Exactly. This is this is exactly. going to end up. Saying, what, what are you what What are you seeing? Uh, I, I'm just curious. In in over the last couple of years here, what are you seeing more of? Are you seeing more of 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 these uh, forensics investigations going on from a defendable standpoint, or are you hmm. seeing it more from the prosecutor standpoint? So so it definitely happens from both both directions, and it's it, that's pretty much textbook now. You know, it's textbook. It's it's going to happen in both directions. Um, we just happen to get called called uh, most frequently uh, from the defense point of view. Um, I think that might maybe that has a lot to do with how we work closely with insurance carriers uh, and law firms um, that are typically doing a lot of defense work. Um, personally, I um, well, I am unbiased, and I'm going to write it as I see it. Um, I have a, a real passion and a real admiration for our truck drivers. There's a lot, you know, there's a lot that's happened that's given me a lot of uh, respect uh, for for drivers in the industry, and uh, I will absolutely go out of my way to um, to help them express the truth as they possess it. So, um, you know, so yeah, they call me up. I will meet them in the middle middle of the night in a on a weekend in a shady parking lot to make that phone swap. If I have <laughs> and your contact info is in the show notes down below. So oh, we're going to do that. So if I could summarize it with a tip to the truck drivers, because that's really what you yeah. wanted to say was yes, as soon as possible, 
Yes. Turn off your phone, buy a burner phone, so that way you're capturing the evidence. Because I honestly believe that well over 90%, and I hope it's much higher, the driver's not at fault. Our Sorry, our truck driver's not at fault. They weren't on the phone, and now it's your role to prove that, right. hey, the accident happened, but at least we can take the cell phone out of the equation. Yes. So yeah. the sooner the driver turns the phone off, the better for your work. And then to go out and buy, I'm an iPhone guy, so to go out and buy um, a, a used iPhone, yeah, it may not have all the bells and whistles, but I heard you say you can do this in a few hours. So even if I have to get you the phone, if I'm without my phone, without all the bells and whistles for a couple of days or a week, right. in the big scheme of things, what the heck are we doing? And I can pick up a burner phone for a few hundred dollars, an old iPhone, yeah. and yes. still have kind of my life together. Yeah. Absolutely. No, for sure, Chris. That's a, it's a great summary, but I wouldn't even, you know, personally, I wouldn't even burden them with, with, with that. I mean, if they, if they can call me, I'll start making arrangements. I might even, you know, I might even have a line on, on the phone I can pick up for them, but I will definitely have a loaner. I'll definitely have a loaner that they can take out of my hand and start using immediately. Um, <laughs> so, I was just gonna, I was just gonna say the inconvenience of that loaner phone is just pittance compared to yeah. what it could be if we don't get the proper evidence in place and and then you lose yeah. that information like the one you're talking Absolutely. about the guy with four months without gathering the information something happens to that, the device that court court case could just fall apart because that might be the evidence they're looking for absolutely and the other sign will smell weakness you know what i mean yeah. oh, um that's yeah. that's, a, that's a, and, and and listen chris i i believe your your guesstimate 90% of the time, yeah, the drivers are, are in the, in the right and, and, and are, you know, in this, in the safe zone. Um, it's just a matter of how, how well we can uh, express yeah. that, right? How well the lawyer ultimately can, can yeah. demonstrate that. I mean, down in the U S if there's even a truck within visual sight of an accident, it's a target. And I literally have had cases where trucks weren't even a part of the accident and they had the phone sent just for that very reason because yeah. there's so litigation happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's crazy how um, the, the trucking companies get called into it. So, you know, for the driver, if we can eliminate one little question mark, because that's what the prosecuting yeah. attorney wants oh, is boy. to raise doubt, <laughs> yeah. you know, so if we can get you the phone and you yeah. can absolutely prove, then at least that's one piece that we can throw out and say, there's no doubt he was not mm -hmm. on his phone or, right. or the driver was not on their yeah. phone. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You, know. you got it. Jason, I got to thank you so much for coming on yeah, the show awesome. again. Uh, My pleasure, guys. My pleasure. Absolutely. Knowledge bombs and drivers, please. Yeah. If the situation arises reach out to Jason. You should record his number somewhere mm -hmm. uh, so that you can have it because, my God, I, I, I almost swore. You know what happens out there. <laughs> the excrement from the cow falls and, and it uh -huh. hits us. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. So, you know, yep. record Jason's phone number. Get your safety manager, perhaps. Yeah. If you are a driver and you heard this, make sure your safety manager uh, has the opportunity to share this podcast with people, other people that might benefit from this, because I think this is huge. 
oh. that you can protect yourself, take steps. Absolutely. Money well spent. And thanks to Jason Conley uh, to come on the show and explain it again. And Jason, of course, is from Invista Forensics, uh, a digital specialist in forensics. Hey. But you've Ring really come down to cell phones, haven't you? You bet. Sorry, Johnny. What was that? Right here in Ontario, too. That's where he's located. Sure. Right here in Ontario, yeah. Canada. So cool. A good Canadian, eh? Yeah, hey. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know you'll excuse us. John, Jason, and I were just having a good time. It was a great interview. And I, again, want to thank Jason Connolly from Invista Forensics for taking the time to come on the Trucking Risk and Insurance Podcast. Share this podcast if you find it useful and helpful for you. And we appreciate you all so very much. Have a great week. See you next week. John Farquhar and Chris Harris, we're out of here.